Welcome, everybody, to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. My name is Colin, and I am your host. Sorry if I sound a little under the weather. Got that scratchy throat going that time of year. This is episode number Recording this episode the same day I drop it for a couple of reasons. The main reason being episode 50 is delayed because the audio did not come out well. For whatever reason, I could only hear Katie, who was interviewing me, and you could not hear me very well. My mic was not working properly. So, real bummer there. So, we're going to delay episode 50. And this is going to be episode number 49 and a half. Because I got to keep my promise. New episode every Monday. So, I'm just going to fly off the cuff here and talk about what's going on in my life. What I'm struggling with. Maybe you can relate I think I talked about this on the last uh, solo podcast, but I struggle to get out of bed every single day, and it's not like, it's almost like it's a defense mechanism I don't even know about anymore, or I'm so used to it. I would say the main reason I do it is because it's safe and I love sleeping. Sleeping is an escape. As an addictive person, I love escaping reality. Or as someone who doesn't like reality, sometimes I spend a lot of time in my head. I spend a lot of time, sometimes too much time sleeping. A lot of time, actually. Well, I stay up too late sometimes, too. So that plays a factor. During the work week, me and the snooze button are fighting every day. So if you can relate to that, welcome. And I apologize for this not being episode 50, but we will redo it, hopefully. If not, I'll answer your questions by myself and make sure I uh, answer them thoroughly. To the best of my ability. So another thing that's going on right now is. With depression. Which I haven't felt super depressed lately. I mean I have my days. But I had a string of days for a while there. Once fall hit. and Got hit with that seasonal depression. It's like clockwork. And whenever I'm. Really depressed. I end up getting more anxious, anxious, maybe because I'm depressed, probably, and that 
spikes my anxiety, obviously, and my OCD, which is an anxiety disorder. So I start doing more compulsions, giving in to compulsions, as they say, and avoiding things a little bit more, falling into bad habits. Luckily, not terrible habits like I used to have. Still haven't drank, still haven't used any substances that aren't prescribed by my doctor, which is big bonus. Still clean, still sober, whatever you want to call it. Tomato, tomato, I guess. Depends on who you talk to about that. I guess I can talk about recovery, so I won't go too far into it. You're not supposed to say which meetings you go to. I attend 12-step meetings. You can make an educated guess on which one. Or which ones. There's actually a lot of 12-step meetings a lot of people don't know about. It's not just AANA. There's CA. There's HA. There's Overeaters Anonymous. OA. I don't know if they go by OA or if they just say Overeaters. I don't know. I always heard it just said the whole thing, but. Yeah, there's a lot of anonymous fellowships out there that do the 12 steps. I need to get back into doing my steps. I've completed the 12 steps, but most people who work 12-step programs will tell you that you need to do them again because it's going to be different. And I know I need to do them again because there's some stuff I probably missed. Not perfect. Something I need to remind myself more. You're not perfect. You're doing the best you can. That's a problem, though. I don't think I'm doing the best I can. I always think I can do better. But even when I found out, like, episode 50 was screwed up and it you could only hear Katie and you couldn't hear me, but... Even when I found that out, I was just like, damn it. I kind of laughed. Yelled some curse words in my house. Which is nice living in a house by yourself. uh, As opposed to an apartment by yourself. No one's going to hear you, which is great. Get out a good yell every once in a while. I also talk to myself a lot. I talk to my cat a lot. If people would hear me talking to my cat, they would look at me differently. Maybe in a good way, maybe in a bad way, but the convos I have with my cat are hilarious in my mind, and they're so weird. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I love weird. I love being weird. I love being around weird people. Because weird people have a story. And weird people don't go by the norms. They aren't cookie-cutter people. I can't stand cookie-cutter people. Who just thinks... Who just think everything is black and white, you know? Everything's... Or politically speaking, red or blue. Whatever. I can't stand that. I mean, I can definitely be friends with those people. I can be friends with anyone. Like, you know... I have some friends that don't have a lot of friends that I'm one of their only friends and it could be because their personality. It just could be 
It could be a variety of reasons, but everybody needs a friend. But yeah, episode 49 and a half sounds weird, but it's better than no episode. Some people probably don't want to hear an episode of Just Be Talking, but that's what's going on. And I'm going to try to give you as much raw material about me and what's going on with me as possible right now. I had a good holiday. I had a good Christmas. Spent time with family. Got some great news. And 2023 is going to be a life-changing year for a variety of reasons. Comedy's been going pretty well. I haven't done a show in a little while, but it's looking like I'm going to have quite a few shows. At least four that I know of starting at the end of January. I don't have set dates yet for any of those, but if you follow me on my personal accounts, which is just Colin Strajak, C-O-L-L-I-N-S-T-R-A-J-A-C-K, you will find me on all social media or see strajackcomedy.com. I'll plug my comedy because comedy has become an awesome outlet for me and a great way for me to meet a ton of awesome people. And I will continue to say that. I know I've said that on other podcasts. I don't care. Just a bunch of characters. I love it. A bunch of dudes and a few women were a lot like me. They always felt weird. A lot of them got in trouble in school like I did for being smart asses. And we can all get on stage and do our thing. Hang out before and after. And it's just awesome. The community is incredible. And not just in the Quad Cities. There's like, you know, Iowa City. They have a good group of people there. Cedar Rapids. The Lucky Cat. That That's one of my favorite comedy clubs I've ever done comedy at. I haven't done a lot of comedy clubs, though. The comedy bar is cool, too. I'm not going to shit on the comedy bar. That is in Dubuque. Um, I don't know. Cedar Rapids is just... I like... I don't know. I think it's because Haley is a really cool person. And she's the owner. That helps a lot. I like to support good people who are running businesses. And I can tell she's a good person, so... Shout out Haley. And I know your name last name starts with an F, but I think I'll butcher it, so I'm not going to go there. But the Lucky Cat Cedar Rapids is solid. Another thing that's been bothering me lately is... I wouldn't say my house is, like, really dirty, but it's cluttered. Parts of it are... There's just, like, bottles and stuff I need to throw out. It's just stupid, like... That's mainly in my office. My office is where I spend most of my time because that's where I work. I'm working from home and I've been working from home from 
for the last, oh man, it's been almost, it'll be almost three years, which is insane to me. It'll be three years in March. And at first, I loved working from home. I loved it because there's a variety of reasons for that. I was commuting to work, so I was driving every day to Iowa City. About 50, 55 minutes there, 55 minutes back, five days a week. And I like the drive sometimes because I could listen to stuff, listen to full albums, podcasts, all that good stuff, but it took up a lot of my time and obviously gas money, wear and tear on my car, all that good stuff, bad stuff, I should say. Luckily, it was before gas prices went way up. That's a bonus. But I was ready to work from home before COVID hit. And COVID hit. I was in Hawaii. Everything shut down in Hawaii. We left Hawaii early. And I came back. I met my boss at the I-80 truck stop. The world's largest truck stop. That's our claim to fame around here. And... Yeah, she handed me my stuff and she basically threw it at me because she was so scared Uh, because no one knew what was going on. This was like middle of March. Everybody's like, two weeks and we good. Yeah, that was uh, way off. A lot of people are coming out of the pandemic just lost and not sure what's going on. Totally get it. Talk to someone who dealt with mental illness, depression, just like any type of struggle, addiction, something that they've gone through and seen the other side of pre-pandemic. Because the people that have gone through stuff before the pandemic, the pandemic did not affect them like it did other people. So it was just like, hey, you know, another another dip in the old roller coaster. We've been here before. Not quite the same, obviously. It gave us an excuse to isolate, which some of us love a little bit too much, or a lot of it too much. COVID was a great excuse to not interact with people, at least in person. It completely gutted the recovery community. In some ways, it made it stronger, at least online. Like, for example, you can... Whatever type of meaning you're looking for, when it comes to recovery, you can find meaning throughout the, throughout the globe online now. Which is pretty cool. And they're still going, some of them. A good amount of them. So that's cool. I haven't jumped on an online meeting in a while. I need to do that just for the heck of it. I did that for a little bit. But in person, always better. I'm starting to think I need to see a therapist in person. I'm doing the virtual therapy. And don't get me wrong, it's helpful. Because it's better than nothing. And I say that to a lot of people. Like, like, oh, I want to see somebody in person. But I can't find somebody in person. And there's a wait list. 
do what you got to do, man. Or woman. Or whatever you identify as. Do what you have to do. Something is better than nothing. Simple, stupid, saying, but very true. Like, some people are like, I can't make it to the type of meeting I want to go to. That's another thing I hear. Because of my work schedule. Well, go to the other type of meeting. They work the same steps. It's better than not going to a meeting at all. Interaction is very needed. That's another thing that I think we're learning. Is how important human interaction is. Now that we're kind of out of the pandemic phase. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of frustrated about the about the episode because it was really fun. Hopefully, we can re-record it. I'm not sure. I'm messaging Katie. Actually, just messaged her. I just messaged her a few minutes ago, or not long ago. Trying to figure that out. I let her know that the audio is trash, which is unfortunate, but. Got to do what you got to do. This gives me an opportunity to just talk to everyone directly. And I haven't done that in a little while, so. The podcast in 2021 is going to take a turn for the better. Uh, Just because I'm going to implement some things. First of all, I'm going to be recording my episodes at home exclusively now. And I want to thank the Underground Economy. Underground Economy, downtown Davenport. For always like working with my schedule and uh, being accommodating and letting me record there for so long. Uh, at a very reasonable price. And I definitely went over on time all the time, and they were totally cool with that. I'm not saying everyone should do that. Actually, don't do that. But they were very cool about that, and I really appreciate that because it's hard to just put a hard stop to a podcast sometimes. Most of the time, anyway. What else do I want to talk to everyone about? The one elephant in the room is suicide rates are skyrocketing from what I'm hearing. I'm going to pull up the data right now that I can find. Suicide rates in the U.S. Highest suicide rates states are Wyoming. Alaska, Montana, New Mexico. So it looks like the last statistics are from uh, 2020. And suicide is the 12th leading cause of death in the U.S. In 2020, reportedly 45,979 Americans died by suicide. And the rate of suicide is highest in middle-aged white men. 
One thing I have heard though recently, and RIP Twitch, I did not know Twitch, I did not really know who he was, but I know he affected a lot of people and he was a light in the world and I uh, respect him for that. And that's just an awful situation. But the statistic I've heard is, hold on, I'm pulling up right now. Okay, this is from the University of Houston. Earlier this year, sorry, can't talk. Big part of the podcast is talking, right? So... The last statistics were from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. This is from the University of Houston. Prior to the pandemic, suicide deaths were increasing dramatically for black adults in the U.S. The rates have continued to increase during the pandemic. The news is horrifying. A list that seems to keep growing of high-profile African Americans believed to have died by suicide in the last few weeks. This was back in February. Here's a quote uh, that I've heard this before. Anything that is perceived as mental health related is taboo in the black community. To further complicate things, getting help is seen as a weakness. So folks press on even when they're struggling. Doing so is part of a cultural legacy of survival in the face of brutal circumstances. And this is uh, from Rita Walker, who is a professor professor of psychology and director of the University of Houston's Culture, Risk, and Resilience Lab. Uh, She wrote a piece called The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. Pulling that up right now. It's a book. And yeah, that's a problem within men in general. You know, the whole, you got to tough it out. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all that garbage. I mean, sometimes you do have to like, you do have to be strong, but you can be strong and also be open. And also share what you're going through with somebody. You don't have to keep it all to yourself. I've had people. There's people I know that have done some pretty terrible things. But they're not that person anymore. You don't have to live. With that those thoughts on your mind, even if you didn't do something bad or you think you're garbage or whatever. There are a ton of people who thought the same thing about themselves or do now. I don't think very highly of myself and it's something I'm working on. A lot of people think highly of me which I turn around into a joke because that's my defense mechanism. Humor, deflecting. Oh, 
everyone. I'm watching it for the second time, and I'm I'm going to do a Facebook. Maybe I'll do it on Facebook and YouTube. Video response. Stutz on Netflix, the Jonah Hill documentary. He interviews his therapist, and it is awesome. The his therapist is brilliant, and their camaraderie, their the way they talk to each other, the way they go back and forth is also hilarious too. So it's like funny, interesting, entertaining, and educational all in one. Highly recommend. I've been telling I told my therapist to watch it. I gave my therapist homework. Did the old switcheroo, the old razzle dazzle on her. She did watch it though, which is great. And she let me know, homework complete. Which is incredible. Love hearing that. I hope my psychiatrist watched it too. I I told her to watch it. Not the same way in the homework fashion I should. But that is one cool thing about online therapy. Is I've used a few different apps now. Uh, Right now I'm using Talkspace. I just started seeing a therapist there. I don't know much about Talkspace yet, but it's a pretty cool platform. And the ability to message your therapist has been awesome on all the apps that I've used. I've used Talkspace. I've used BetterHelp and OCD. Uh, So if you have OCD, I'm not getting paid for this at all. I've already referred one friend there who's used it, and he loves it. At least he did love it. I'm pretty sure he still does. I'll have to check in with him. But he was very impressed. No CD. Treatmyocd.com. Check that out if you're someone who thinks you have OCD or know you have OCD. They have great therapists. You can get in really quick. That's the thing with the virtual and the telehealth and the online therapy is you can get in quick. I'm actually seeing a therapist through Talkspace right now because it's part of my employee assistance program with my work. Not a lot of people know, but the employee assistance program is a free program that 99% of companies provide for their employees for free and it allows you access to a variety of family and mental health resources. One of those resources being therapy. So definitely check out your employee assistance program. If you're looking for some more info on mental health or if you're looking for a therapist, the coolest thing about it is the first six sessions I have on Talkspace, they're only 30 minutes, but they're free. I don't have to pay a dime. And if I was somebody just getting into therapy, six sessions, 
will get you in the right place, at least in the right direction. Not like perfect, you know, or completely cured or anything, but it'll get you in the right direction, especially if you have a solid therapist. Mine seems to be, I've only seen her once, so I can't give a full review on that yet, but she seems engaged, which is great. Because the first session was just, you know, the getting to know you phase, so pretty generic. Just got off the phone with a friend of mine. I didn't do a lot for Christmas this year as far as, I didn't do hardly anything actually. Sending out cards or even doing much of a, I didn't set up a tree I put out a Christmas mat on my front porch, and that was it. And all besides me sending this particular friend a somewhat kind of like a... I wouldn't say it's a care package, but I sent her a card and a little uh, novelty desk sign that I knew she'd like that I randomly saw somewhere. I think at like the dollar store or... Ross or I think it might have been the, I don't remember where it was but it was like oh I gotta buy that for her because uh, it just says I'm kind of a big deal and she is and she just had surgery and you know with the holidays she had her birthday her birthday's on Christmas uh, she called me and was like so ecstatic because not only did I uh, send her that little novelty desk sign or desk plate. I was going to do this for more people, but unfortunately I did not. I got some blank cards and I wrote her a, I would say poem, but I, you know, I, I like to make rap music. So yeah, so a poem, a rap, letting her know how much I appreciate her. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'll start getting into greeting cards. Maybe I'll be the new Mr. Deeds. That would be fun. I've actually talked to my mom about it. She likes to make cards. She's like, I never know what to write in them. I think you'd be really good at this. I'm like, yeah. after writing that card, I'm like, yeah, I think I am. I've written a couple in the last few weeks. And... Maybe I'll get into that, but I do a lot of stuff already, so I stay pretty busy. That's very helpful for my mental health and my well-being because I can't just be sitting around all the time or sleeping all the time. It's detrimental to my mental health. Sure, chilling, watching a show. I'm trying to finish The Sopranos. I kind of gone to the last season and stopped watching and uh, got distracted with other stuff and now I'm finishing that. I never watched it when it first came out. I was pretty young, but you know, the show's over 20 years old and it's incredible. I've heard mixed reviews about the ending, but my brother said it was good, so we usually agree on most things when it comes to movies and TV shows. So what else? Uh, 
Oh, I brought up Stutz because they they're come there's a my favorite part one of my favorite parts there's a it's a great documentary is when Jonah Hill is asking Stutz questions and Stutz starts making jokes or makes a joke out of something and and uh Jonah Hill's like, no, we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna use humor to deflect. And I'm like, oh man, I feel that. Cause I've done that so many times with my therapist throughout the years. Humor to deflect. Or just getting him off course and talking about something totally different. And not even necessarily doing it on purpose doing it on purpose. I like to I like to talk to people, so I think but I think it is a defense mechanism for sure. Humor, I've definitely used as a defense mechanism. But it can be helpful sometimes. Like, for example, me doing comedy, I think that is helpful for me. It helps me challenge my fears because being on stage is... Being on stage... I've heard it put this way. Being on stage... you. Just think about what stand-up comedians do. They have to go on stage, look at an audience who's just sitting there, laser-focused, not all of them, but most of them are like, and with their eyes, they're like, make me laugh. That's your job. And uh, that's a lot of pressure. Right there. And uh, the less I go up there and the less I give a shit and just let loose, the better I do. And that's what I'm trying to do now. It's just like, stop micromanaging what you're doing or, you know, don't worry about what they're going to think. If you act a little goofy, you're supposed to act goofy. You're a comedian. Like, because I've noticed myself, I get too a little bit too deadpan, which sometimes works, but I'd like to get more, not emotional, but more animated. Because I am more animated. Like, that's the thing. People, a lot of people don't see the really, really goofy side of me. Like, if you... Like I was talking about, talking to my cat earlier. If there was a hidden camera in my house and somebody got to watch me all day and listen to me all day and all the weird, random stuff I did, they would be like, this guy is either the goofiest guy ever or the weirdest guy ever or we need to put him in an institution. (laughs) I shouldn't joke about institutions, but you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just weird as shit and I love it and I wish I could be weird as shit all the time, but I still have a fear of what other people think about me. 
Anybody who says, and I've heard this said before, anybody who says they don't care about what other people think about them, they're either someone who's done a lot of work on themselves or they're full of crap. That's that's just basically what that boils down to. I do care what people think about me. And it's usually people that I don't really care about their opinion anyway, which is really weird to think about and say out loud. So, 2023 focus. Maybe I'll... I've been thinking about finding someone, an accountability buddy person, buddy person. And I think I have someone in mind that'll, uh, we can help each other out a lot and... I just need to talk to him about it, but I think that would work really well for me, especially with the getting out of bed thing. I mean, it's just been a problem for so long. Sleeping till the last minute till I have to do something. It's not a good way to start your day. Starting your day like rushing. That's not the way I want to live my life, but it is the way I live my life right now. Yeah. It's almost insanity. But I'm not expecting different results. Because I know what I'm doing. So it's not complete insanity. Discipline. Very important. The biggest thing I've been able to find discipline on, for the most part, last week I kind of slacked, but I only went to the gym once, but... Typically, it's two to three times a week. And I'll usually, or for a while there, I have stuff to do at home to get me by, to at least get my body moving because I spend a lot of time sitting down. Uh, One of my favorite jokes from a comedian that I really like locally, James Draper, is yeah, I, I, do, I do stand-up, but you can tell I do a lot of sit, sitting-down stuff, too. And uh, I love that joke. He's a bigger guy, and it works for him really well, too. But I do a lot of sitting-down stuff myself. My job is uh, can be very mentally taxing sometimes. You know, being in leadership, working customer service... Dealing with escalations. You know, some people are uh, not easy to deal with. And uh, it could be a challenge. I like the challenge, though, sometimes. Other times, I'm just like, ah, man. I'm not feeling it today. But the times I am not feeling it, the times where I'm down on myself and I do whatever I need to do anyway, or at least something productive, it's a W. I couldn't tell you the last time I spent an entire day and did absolutely nothing productive. It may have been like something tiny. Like... Doing the dishes or 
Well, dishes, I don't know. I'm really bad at doing dishes. But, you know, going to the gym. I just did that. And went to work. Did what I needed to do at work. And did not waste my entire day binging or sleeping. Haven't done that in a long time. I need to do at least one thing where I say, at least I did that. I need to start journaling where I can like write that down. Like, hey, at least I did that. So I have like a positive affirmation. I've heard a lot about positive affirmations and how important they are. Especially after talking with Lori Hopper. was the last episode, episode number 49. That episode went really well. It's always great when you have a, have a guest that just... She's in sales, you can tell. She just can talk. And she wasn't... She knew what she was talking about, you could tell. Which is awesome. She's done her, done her homework. Done her research. And, yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. When I went to edit it, I was like, oh, I don't have to edit, like, anything. Which is always beautiful. So, yeah. I was very blessed on Christmas to receive a podcast kit to complete my podcasting setup, a new microphone, a interface to record at home and on the go if I want to go meet somebody at their house and set up mics and set up the recording, I can do that, which is going to change the game a lot because I have some people, one in particular that I want to record that doesn't live here and I think it would be a lot easier if I go to him. And I'm willing to do that because I have this stuff now. I want to do less Zoom podcasts. In 2023, I want to do more in person. I've done mostly in person, but the Zoom ones are good, but they're not the same, you know? So I'm a huge nerd when it comes to quality and sound quality and making sure the listener gets that crisp quality audio. So that's going to be a focus, and then Probably mid, between the middle of January and the end of January, you will start to see at least clips of the podcast in video format on social media, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the links to that are on moderndayoverthinker.com, or if you want to shorten it, mdoverthinker.com takes you to the same place. The video is going to be sweet. I almost got everything set up the way I want it. I'm waiting on a couple of pieces of furniture to complete my setup in the uh, podcast room slash studio slash my office. And it's going to be dope. And I got some artwork. I finally got the original 
artwork that was physically drawn. That is the current Modern Day Overthinker logo. And I'm going to get that framed, put that on the wall. So shout out to Tamara for doing that. And keeping that for me. I don't know why I didn't get it right away, but I got the digital copy and I was like, I need to make the digital logo and it turned out awesome. Hand painted that brain is. And it's dope. And I've been receiving some artwork from a friend of mine who's currently uh, incarcerated and he's got a lot of time on his hands and he's an incredible artist and he uh, has done some cool brain artwork and overthinker artwork. I've given him some not much to work with idea-wise. I'm like, hey, I don't really know exactly what I want, but, you know, this is what the podcast is about, you know. Um, you know, the, I mean, the name says a lot already. And he just ran with it, and he did a great job. And he's one of those people that's in prison for something nonviolent that he did. And depending on who you ask, he shouldn't actually be in prison. The justice system, criminal justice system is very weird in our country. They don't always get it right. But I hope he's out. Hopefully within the next year. Then he can listen to this, my boy Bruce. Trying to think of how I want to end this because this is not going to be the longest episode of all time, that's for sure. But I want everyone to know that things do get better when you're in those really, really dark pits. You can't just sit in it, though. Sometimes that's all you can do. I get it. The longer you sit in it, the longer you dwell in it, the longer it's going to last. The quicker you reach out to somebody or do something that you've been delaying, like you got a sink full of dishes, you got trash you need to take out, you got your pet needs to go to the vet, you're overdue for a dentist visit doing one of those things and getting one of those W's will push you along. And um, that's advice for not only just you that's listening, but for me as well, because I struggle with that. Far from perfect, and I know that. Like I said earlier, I need to remind myself of that. You're not perfect either, but that's okay. None of us are, not one. Some of you may act like it. Or some of your friends may act like it. They're not. And the people that are doing really well, and I know I've heard this a million times, and you probably have, but checking on your strong friends is important. The ones that appear to have it all together and things are going well, and they always say they're fine, they always say they're okay, and but they're out here taking care of a bunch of other people and, you know, the people pleasers. Those people struggle. I'm not saying reach out to me. I'll be fine. 
which is ironic. I think I'll leave it there, but thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode. It was very off the cuff. We'll try to work on episode 50 and get that out as soon as possible. I just got to work with Katie's schedule and see if she's willing to sit down and do it again. Otherwise, I will hop on and answer your questions myself. Thank you, everyone. I love you. Take care. Wherever, whenever you're listening to this, I appreciate you very much.